0: Welcome to Investment Moments with Momentum Investments, where we talk to investment professionals and financial experts about savings and investments. We unpack all things investments to give you insights to help your clients achieve their financial goals. I'm Lavashni Naika, communication Specialist at Momentum Investments. Joining me in studio is Krishna Kanji product specialist at Momentum Investments. We discuss the different types of annuities and how they work. Welcome Krishna,
1: please tell us a bit about yourself and what you do. Thanks Lavashni. As you mentioned, my name is Krishna Kanji. I am an actuary and I've been working at Momentum Investments for the past six years. I am in the product solutions team as a product specialist and we develop and manage guaranteed income and structured solutions.
0: So Krishna, what is the difference between compulsory and voluntary products?
1: Well, the main difference is that they tax differently. So the funds that are used to purchase an annuity determine whether they are voluntary or compulsory. Compulsory annuities are those that are purchased using your retirement savings or any money from a living annuity, for example, And then voluntary annuities are those that are purchased using discretionary savings, like money you saved in a unit trust or a bank account.
0: Please explain how are they taxed differently?
1: The money used to purchase compulsory annuities, as I mentioned just now, are retirement savings, where the tax treatment was very favorable pre-retirement, because pre-retirement tax breaks apply to these funds. So the income from these annuities are fully taxable and these will be taxed at the client's personal marginal tax rate. For voluntary annuities now, the money that is used to purchase the policy is discretionary, and they've already been taxed on the returns in some way or the other. For these annuities, only the interest portion of the income is taxed at the marginal tax rate. But I think it's also important to remember for these that there are some niche cases where this doesn't apply. So for example, when someone else buys an annuity on your behalf, then the full income becomes taxable. What
0: type of voluntary and compulsory annuities does Momentum offer?
1: So Momentum actually offers quite a wide range of voluntary and compulsory income products. In terms of life annuities, so that's your single and joint life annuities, we offer both voluntary and compulsory. Then we have the capital protectors, which is the life annuity that is packaged with a life policy. And here again, we offer both voluntary and compulsory annuities to clients. In terms of the term linked annuities, so these are the term certain annuities and temporary annuities, these are only voluntary. And how is income calculated for annuities? Shoo, this is quite a question. I must say that I love this sort of stuff. It considers many, many factors, and each factor gives some reason why an income is at that particular level. So I'm going to speak through five main points. Uh, The first is the purchase amount. So obviously the higher the annuity purchase amount, the higher the income you would receive, all else being the same. The second factor is how long we expect to make payment to clients. Now, this would be dependent on how long we expect clients to live, right? We're not magicians, nor are we gods, but we do base all these things on the information that we have. So what we do is we look at the client's age and gender and Through our data, we determine how long we expect clients to live. And that's how we determine how long we would expect to make income payments to clients. The longer we expect a client to live, the longer we'd be paying an income to a client. So that means for everything else being the same, the income level for someone who is expected to live longer will be lower. The third factor is the features of the annuity itself like the income patterns and the guarantee term. Essentially, if you have an increasing annuity that provides you with an increased income every single year, the starting income would be lower compared to if you had the same income every single year. Then there's commission and fees. So the commission on life annuities and annuities in general are negotiable with your advisor. The lower the commission on the the annuity, the higher the starting income. The last factor and I think is one of the most important factors to determine a client's income on a life annuity is the interest and inflation rate assumptions. So I will go deeper into this a bit later. But it comes down to if you are buying an annuity when interest rates are very high, then your starting income will be much higher.
0: That is interesting, Krishna. But how do you know how long a specific person will live for?
1: We don't actually know how any one person is going to live just based on their age and gender. But what we do know is how long people live on average based on their age and gender. So, For example, we might have an annuitant who lives up to age 80 and another who lives up to age 100. Say both of them are aged 70 now. On average, however, we expect them to live till, say, age 90. We will price the annuity based on this average insurers will pay an income for a longer time than anticipated in some cases, like the person who lives to 100, and then shorter for those who live much shorter than the average client. So it comes down to, you know, the data that we have and how long we expect annuitants to live.
0: And how do changes in market conditions affect annuity income?
1: Okay, so as I mentioned, one of the most important factors when determining an annuity rate are the interest rates in the market. And this is because insurers generally use bonds to be able to provide annuity income for clients. Interest rates now change every single week. This means that if you have a quote in one week, it could change next week. And this difference that you see is directly correlated to the change in the interest rates. But what's important is that once the annuity policy has started, the income and the income pattern that was promised to you will always apply. That's good to know. Um, and under guaranteed solutions, how do annuities differ? Annuities differ in many ways. We offer many different options on our annuities, And these options include choosing a different income pattern. So you can choose to receive a level annuity, an increasing annuity, and this increase could also be linked to inflation. The other feature that we offer is guarantee terms. So how long do you want the income to be guaranteed, regardless of whether you're alive within this term? Another feature that we offer is how frequently you'd like to receive your income, whether you'd like your income immediately or maybe a month later. We offer the option of if there's a joint life annuity, do you want a reduction in the income should your spouse or you pass away? So yeah, there are lots and lots of options. The other product that we offer is the Capital Protector, which gives you the option of adding life cover together with your life annuity. This will give your beneficiaries a life cover amount when you pass away.
0: How do guaranteed terms
1: work on a joint life annuity? Income is guaranteed for the full term, regardless of whether the annuitants are alive. So on joint life annuities, The income is still guaranteed for the full guaranteed term. Say the guaranteed term is 10 years. If both annuitants pass away within this 10-year term, at that point in time the remaining income payments will be paid over to the beneficiaries for that life annuity. So any reduction in income that was chosen on the death of either of the annuitants will only apply at the end of the guarantee term if the other annuitant is still alive.
0: That's good to know, but does choosing a guaranteed term
1: come at a cost? Oh yes, there is a cost associated with it. This cost does depend though on the length of the guaranteed term and how long the annuitants is expected to live. This cost comes through as a lower starting income compared to annuities with no guaranteed term. What we have seen though is that This cost is relatively not as significant as one would think.
0: I think a question that's on all of our minds is, how is it possible for insurance companies to pay all their annuitants?
1: So the first step for an insurance company to determine how to pay all their annuitants is to first determine the income payment profile for all of our annuitants. So we would look at all of our annuitants' age and gender and the features of their annuities and say, okay, this is the income that we owe our annuitants for the next, say, 20, 30, 50 years. And then what we would do is buy assets in the background to match those income payments. So we would buy assets that have proceeds that would be able to help us meet these income obligations. What helps is that life insurance companies are very big and the balance sheets are quite strong. This allows us to be able to purchase large or long dated uh, assets to be able to match these long dated income profiles. We also have the asset management capabilities and strong balance sheet management to be able to provide the best rates for our clients. And what do they invest in? So generally, insurers invest in assets like bonds and bonds of different durations. So we would invest in shorter duration bonds to meet shorter income obligations and then longer dated bonds to match income payments far in the future. Thank you for joining us, Krishna, and for the insight. It's my pleasure, Lavashni. Thanks for having me.
0: You have been listening to Investment Moments with Momentum Investments. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to
1: another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.